Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet and I will be reading for you today, this Monday the 11th of April or the 10th of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, Messiah rides into Jerusalem, visits the temple and returns to Bethany. Matthew 21, 1-9 The crowds going ahead of him and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! Also the Passover lambs are selected, Exodus 12, 3. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, they are each one to take a lamb for themselves, according to their father's households, a lamb for each household. The people of Israel cross the Jordan with Joshua, Joshua 4.19. Now the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth of the first month, and camped at Gilgal on the eastern edge of Jericho. We have also the prophet Ezekiel. He sees a vision of the new temple. Possible date in the 25th year of our exile at the beginning of the year on the 10th of the month. In the visions of God, he brought me into the land of Israel and set me on a very high mountain. As was Ezekiel chapters 40 to 48, some quotes from that. And this week we are in our Pesach week. And a portion from the Torah is Exodus chapter 12, verses 25 through 28. Let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word before we start reading. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And a portion from the Torah. And it will come to pass when you come to the land which the Lord will give you, as he has promised, that you shall keep this service. And it will happen when your children ask you, What do you mean by this service? That you shall say, it is a Pesach sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the sons of Israel in Mitzrayim when he struck the Egyptians but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads and worshipped. The sons of Israel went and did so as the Lord had commanded Moshe and Aharon, so they did. That was Exodus or Shemot twelve twenty five through twenty eight. Today our portion from the prophets is Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapters thirty eight and thirty nine. In those days Hiskiyahu was sick and near death. Yeshayahu the prophet, the son of Amoz, came to him and said to him, this is what the Lord says, Set your house in order, for you will die and not live. 
Then Hiskiahu turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, Lord, I beg you, how I have walked before you in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in your sight. Then Hiskiahu wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Yeshayahu, saying, Go and tell Hiskiahu, this is what the Lord, the God of David your father, says. I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add fifteen years to your life. I will deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. This shall be the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do this thing that he has spoken. Behold, I will cast a shadow on the sundial, which has gone down on the sundial of Ahaz with the sun, to return backward ten steps. So the sun returned ten steps on the sundial on which it had gone down. A writing of Hiskiahu, king of Yehudah when he had been sick and had recovered of his sickness. I said, In the middle of my life I shall go into the gates of Sheol. I am deprived of the residue of my years. I said, I will not see Yah, Yah, in the land of the living. I will see man no more with the inhabitants of the world. My dwelling is removed and is carried away from me like a shepherd's tent. I have rolled up my life like a weaver. He will cut me off from the loom. From day even to night you will make an end of me. I waited patiently until morning. He breaks all my bones like a lion. From day even to night you will make an end of me. I chattered like a swallow or a crane. I moved, moaned like a dove. My eyes weakened looking upward. Lord, I am oppressed. Be my security. What will I say? He has both spoken to me and himself has done it. I will walk carefully all my years because of the anguish of my soul. Lord, men live by these things, and my spirit finds life in all of them. You restore me and cause me to live. Behold, for my own shalom I had great bitterness, but you have in love for my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back. For Sheol cannot praise you, Death cannot celebrate you. Those who go down into the pit cannot hope for your truth. The living, the living, he shall praise you, as I do today. The Father shall make your truth known to the children. The Lord will save me. Therefore we will sing my songs with stringed instruments all the days of our life in the house of the Lord. Now Yeshayahu had said, Let them take a cake of figs and apply it to the boil, and he shall recover. Hiskiahu also had said, What is the sign that I will go up to the house of the Lord?
At that time, Merodach Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babel, sent letters and a present to Hiskiao, for he had heard that he had been sick and had recovered. And Hiskiahu was pleased with them, and showed them the house of his precious things, the silver, the gold, the spices, and the precious oil, and all the house of his armor, and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house, nor in all his dominion, that Hiskiahu did not show them. Then Yeshayahu the prophet came to King Hiskiahu and asked him, What did these men say? From where did they come to you? Hiskiahu said, They have come from a country far from me, even from Babel. Then he asked, What have they seen in your house? Hiskiahu answered, They have seen all that is in my house. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not shown them. Then Yeshayahu said to Hiskiahu, Hear the word of the Lord Svaot. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and that which your fathers have stored up until today will be carried to Babel. Nothing will be left, says the Lord. They will take away your sons, who will issue from you, whom you shall father, and they will be eunuchs and the king of Babel's palace. Then Hiskiahu said to Yeshayahu, The word of the Lord which you have spoken is good. He said moreover, For there will be shalom and truth in my days. That was Isaiah chapters 38 and 39. Now we have come to our portion from the writings. And we will read Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 19. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. It is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he who hurries with his feet sins. The foolishness of man perverts his way. His heart rages against the Lord. Wealth adds many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he who pours out lies shall not go free. Many will entreat the favor of a ruler, and everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. All the relatives of the poor shun him. How much more do his friends avoid him? He pursues them with pleas, but they are gone. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding shall find good. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he who utters lies shall perish. Delicate living is not appropriate for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. 
The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and a wife's quarrels are a continual dripping. House and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness casts into a deep sleep, and the idle soul shall suffer hunger. He who keeps a mitzvah keeps his soul, but he who is contemptuous in his ways shall die. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord. He will reward him. Discipline your son, for there is hope. Do not be a willing party to his death. A man of great anger will suffer the penalty, for if you rescue him, you must do it again. Listen to counsel and receive instruction, that you may be wise in your latter end. There are many plans in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will prevail. That which makes a man to be desired is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, then contentment. He rests and will not be touched by evil. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Smite a scoffer, and a simple will learn prudence. Rebuke one who has understanding, and he will gain knowledge. He who robs his father and drives away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. If you stop listening to instruction, my son, you will stray from the words of knowledge. A corrupt witness mocks justice, and the mouth of the wicked gulps down iniquity. Penalties are prepared for scoffers, and beatings for the back of fools. That was Proverbs 19. And now we have come to our last portion of scripture for today, the Apostolic Writings. And we are reading from 1 Peter or Kepha chapter 3. In the same way, Wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, so that even if any do not obey the word, they may be won by the behavior of their wives without a word, seeing your pure behavior in fear. Let your beauty be not just the outward adorning of braiding the hair and of wearing jewels of gold or of putting on fine clothing, but in the hidden person of the heart, in the incorruptible adornment of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For this is how in the past the holy women who hoped in God also adorned themselves, being in subjection to their own husbands. So Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose children you now are, 
if you do well and are not put in fear by any terror. You husbands, in the same way, live with your wives according to knowledge, giving honor to the woman as to the weaker vessel, and also being joint heirs of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be compassionate, loving as brothers, tender-hearted, courteous, not rendering evil for evil or insult for insult, but instead blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek shalom and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And who is he that shall harm you if you become imitators of that which is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord Elohim in your hearts, and always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you a reason concerning the hope that is in you, with humility and fear, having a good conscience. Thus, while you are spoken against as evildoers, they may be disappointed who curse your good way of life in Mashiach. For it is better, if it is the will of God, that you suffer for doing well than for doing evil. Because Mashiach also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Ruach, in whom he also went and preached to the spirits in prison, who before were disobedient, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ship was being built. In it, few, that is, eight souls, were saved through water. This is a symbol of immersion, which now saves you, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Yeshua the Mashiach, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven, angels and authorities and powers being made subject to him. That was First Peter chapter 3. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you will also read Matthew chapter 7 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you will have a blessed day. Shalom from Israel. Shalom from Jerusalem. Until next time.